This is the Turf Show Times Draft Podcast, and I am Kenneth Arthur, and this is the third of a series of short podcasts in which I will say things in regards to the selections in the 2020 NFL Draft by the Los Angeles Rams, formerly the St. Louis Rams, um, and then, you know, for a brief time in Cleveland, this here nor that, we're talking about the 2020 NFL draft. And in this case, I'm talking about their third round selection at pick 84, linebacker, edge rusher Terrell Lewis out of Alabama. Again, at pick 84, Terrell Lewis, an edge player out of Alabama. The Rams select him after selecting running back Cam Akers with a pick known as 52 and wide receiver Van Jefferson with a pick known as 57. And if you're curious, my thoughts on those selections, I have made other podcasts that have led to this one, hence why I said the third. As to the pick of Terrell Lewis in the third round of the 2020 NFL Draft, I would say that this pick has been viewed as one of a player who has great potential but has not been able to fully realize said potential because of injuries, specifically injuries, uh, a torn ACL in 2018 that cost Lewis pretty much that season and a, I believe, upper body injury in 2017 in which he missed most of that season as well. Indeed, it was in his arm. And so Terrell Lewis did miss a lot of time in Alabama, even though, of course, when you go to Alabama, typically this means you are quite the prospect, uh, five stars for much of them, four for the lot. And we can assume that Terrell Lewis uh, was one of those guys. I see that he was. And he that means that, hey, there's potential in there of a natural gift However, much time has been missed by uh, Mr. Lewis over his time at Alabama up until this most recent season, which was, you know, not jam-packed with snaps for him. He played in 10 games, um, and he had 21 tackles, 11 and a half tackles for a loss, and six sacks with two passes defensed and a fumble recovery, but... By and large, most people who watched Alabama and the games in which Terrell Lewis participated found him to be a delight as a pass rusher, and that is why he is picked here in the third round in spite of only playing uh, a handful, perhaps 14 games at Alabama, according to the College Sports Reference website, which I trust through and through. If you have any issues with the sports reference websites, please let them know. But Terrell Lewis is uh, not someone that you would have an issue with if you were a fan of the Rams in, say, three or four years and had witnessed him develop into a Daniil Hunter type as he was compared to by NFL Network's Daniel Jeremiah, which is Pretty high praise. And did you know that Daniil Hunter only had four and a half sacks in uh, Division One college over two seasons? 
pretty interesting. And, you know, Terrell Lewis, he did have six last year for Alabama in only 10 games and at college where there aren't as many sacks. And, you know, he's not playing every snap out there. And this is a guy who had missed much time. So certainly it seems that the Rams are drafting a player who, under the right circumstances, can become a very productive and valuable member of an NFL defense. And certainly I think that people would not uh, take issue also, in fact, with the need of this position as they would have perhaps with the selection of Cam Akers, a running back. But here we know that the Rams have lost via free agency outside linebacker Dante Fowler Jr. And they have added in outside linebacker Leonard Floyd, is he a junior? For some reason, I wanted to say junior, but I don't know if that's just because I had just spoken of a junior. But they did sign Leonard Floyd, and you know he is a guy that's going to have perhaps some success with the Rams, but did not live up to the expectations with the Chicago Bears after being a top 10 pick. And so... Certainly outside pass rush, all that kind of stuff. Not only did the Rams need it, even if Leonard Floyd is productive, uh, they need it, uh, excuse me, not only they need it to, you know, just have someone else there, they need another guy, you know. So right now the Rams situation at outside linebacker would involve Samson Ebucom or, as I said, Leonard Floyd, perhaps Kenny Young, uh, Okoronkwo, uh, Troy Reader, some of the dudes up in the mix, and now Terrell Lewis, who if he is healthy and uh, manages to get time with this defense and the coaches and there's some sort of practices and whatever, whenever the uh, season starts up. Um, certainly he could be in the mix, you would think, to be right there with Ebucom um, competing for snaps with uh, the rest of the guys out there, you think. So that would be the expectation so far as he is healthy. However, I think it is always worth considering when a player falls for any certain reason, injuries or off-field stuff that would make you concerned about their availability for following the rules and the guidelines of society. And in this case, it's just following the guidelines of Mother Nature as it relates to physical abilities in your body and avoiding injuries. So that would seem to be the big thing, but it is still a thing. So it's not necessarily, we can't say, is it a good pick or a bad pick? Uh, you know, it's a risk, and everything is a risk. But that is a specific risk. There's also the fact that I, I want to bring up, which is that Terrell Lewis did play at the college known as Alabama, which is this monopoly of football talent that makes college football completely uninteresting to follow in terms of wondering who's going to win the national championship. I think this is just my opinion. It doesn't mean that it's right. That's why it's an opinion. But uh, I would say that Alabama, even though they did not – even get as far as they normally would this past season and haven't won a national championship in a small amount of time, I would still say we can all agree that they are hoarding all of the talent along with two or three other schools. And because of that, the Alabama Crimson Tide, not counting this year, have had 83 prospects drafted since 2010. So over the course of a decade, that's an average of over eight players per year. It's pretty 
insane, but it is uh, the truth. That includes 28 first-rounders, uh, thanks to Nick Saban doing the things that he does. And in this case, we know that Torellos is a third-rounder uh, a third rounder there at uh, pick 84. And I wanted to pull up all those names, the 83 names, and sort of start to look for other players from Alabama. You know, the thing is, when you do see a player comped to another guy who is at the school, you sometimes you think, is that a lazy comp? You just see that, you know, Grant Delpit played at LSU, so is he really going to be like Minka Fitzpatrick? But, you know, you think about it, it's like, well, they probably both had the same like recruiters right and the same coaches who had the same desires to fulfill the same needs so you know they're getting funneled through certain systems that is asking these players to fulfill certain requirements to check certain boxes and to have certain attributes and so for Nick Saban and, and Alabama and the defense and the edge you know they drafted him you would uh, excuse me they didn't draft him I uh, can't say whether or not these guys got contracts but uh, we can't say they probably didn't draft them uh, in that case though you would assume that Terrell Lewis has certain attributes and perhaps uh, similar who knows flaws or whatever it may be to the players who came before him and also there's just the potential that players get overhyped coming out of Alabama or it's harder to tell that they are good individually because football is such a team sport where everyone is so symbiotically playing off of one another that when there's so much talent, how can you tell if this guy is actually really untalented um, and maybe didn't develop the way that he would have hoped when Alabama recruited him? Is it one of the top five recruits of his state probably? But in either case, you know, I think that uh, it can certainly <clears throat> be harder to judge players from a school like Alabama and to also just understand that there's just so many of them because they're so constantly uh, successful and producing players, uh, getting the recruits to come to them because the recruits know that it is has the reputation of Alabama, so they're the fastest, the strongest, and uh, then they get drafted. Um, and, you know, going 84th in this case would make him the 48th highest player drafted out of Clemson, excuse me, out of Alabama. You're going to see a lot of Clemson guys, but out of Alabama since 2010. You know, the 48th highest, and that's actually, I, I didn't even count the guys this year because of the draft I'm looking at doesn't quite have that first round added in yet. But just to make it clear, you know, think of all the guys to come out of Alabama you know, when you see Terrell Lewis, third-round pick, that's it's like, oh, that's high. You know, that's a third-round pick. There's probably pretty high expectations for a third-round pick at this point, I think. You know, we hold on to them so tightly. We say, hey, don't trade a third-round pick unless you're really sure, um, I think. And in this case, a third-round pick, I think, for Terrell Lewis, everybody kind of accepts, is he healthy or is he not healthy? But I think we can compare to the players out of Alabama in his range – and so far, you know, not uh, a ton of encouragement, unfortunately. However, of course, we can add the caveat that some of these guys did not fall for injury reasons. Some of them uh, were drafted in the place that it would always expect to be drafted, perhaps. And everyone has different circumstances, but just for whatever it's worth, you know, some examples in recent years may include Tim Williams, outside linebacker out of Alabama, Drafted in 2017, so teammates with said Lewis. 
Uh, he was the 78th overall pick in 2017 by the Baltimore Ravens, not having a highly successful career up to this juncture. Go a little bit higher than that, 49th overall in the second round, same year, Ryan Anderson goes to Washington, uh, and he joins a defense that has many a pass rusher now. Also, his career not going so well at this point. I can go a little bit further down, perhaps, to pick 155, Mac Wilson. That was just last year by the Cleveland Browns. Who knows? You know, Mac Wilson was active, played a, a large role as a 21-year-old, so who knows at that point. And if we're just looking maybe at some other linebackers, 2013, 99th overall, Nico Johnson went to the Kansas City Chiefs, did not have a very long career. Other linebackers higher up in the second round, Reggie Ragland, inside linebacker, went to the Buffalo Bills, 41st overall in 2016. A few seasons as a starter, but not a real high-end starter to the degree maybe expected. 2012, 35th overall was Courtney Upshaw, again to the Baltimore Ravens. Played a bit, you know, but did not live up to expectations. 2017 was Reuben Foster going 31st overall to the San Francisco 49ers. You know, Foster, he fell in the draft for different reasons, and those did come back to make it look like a poor selection for the San Francisco 49ers because they only played two seasons. So uh, that is also, uh, or maybe not even two seasons, but that is also a consideration uh, for anybody, is just those red flags become flags for, for those reasons. Other linebackers out of Alabama in this time frame, and I'm just going to name them all, Ro- Rolando McClain, eighth overall um, in 2010 with the Oakland Raiders. That did not go well. C.J. Mosley, 2014, 17th overall. That did go well. Donta Hightower, New England Patriots, 25th overall. That has gone well. Ruben Foster, Courtney Upshaw, Nico Johnson, Christian Miller, 115th overall by the Carolina Panthers just last year, so very early in his career. Mac Wilson, Sean Dion Hamilton in 2018 was a sixth-round pick by Washington, and uh, you know I think he's playing a reserve role for Washington. And there was also Ryan Anderson, Tim Williams. Um, a seventh-round pick, Xavier Dixon, in 2015, you know, seventh-round pick. Uh, that's it for the linebackers. So, you know, on the upside, a couple of inside linebackers, C.J. Mosley, Dante Hightower, Ruben Foster, if he was able to play. But edge players, Alabama has not produced. Um, Alabama has not produced any uh, of those outside linebackers uh, to, a, to a degree that would make you um, hopeful to have them. Um, and we can also go up to some defensive ends. I didn't mention them. Jonathan Allen, 2017, 17th overall to Washington, again, just like Ryan Anderson. Um, and he has not been, uh, he's been pretty good. You know, he's, I don't know if, uh, you know, first round pick, is he, I think it's a good situation for him to be playing with Chase Young, but, uh, you know, maybe that is, Maybe that is the best example of a pass rusher to come out of Alabama in the last uh, decade. Um, And then you've got Deshaun Hand, 
Quentin Dial, Ed Stinson, Jeffrey Pagan, and Brandon Dedrick. It's not looking super strong, to be honest with you, coming out of Alabama in those examples in that range. Uh, if you're looking at the whole picture, you know, some of the superstars to come out of Alabama in this decade that I'm looking at, you know, in this decade of dominance of college football and sending 83 players to the NFL, the and 30, what did I say, 30 first-round picks, something else. It wasn't a round number. I know that. Uh, Julio Jones. I almost said Julio Jones, and how stupid would I have been there. I've never heard the end of Julio Jones, but I told you my secret, so who knows. Julio Jones, C.J. Mosley, Amari Cooper, Mark Ingram, Landon Collins, Marcel Darius, Dante Hightower, Eddie Jackson. These are all of the players to come out in the last uh, decade to have made multiple Pro Bowls. And then you've got Ryan Kelly, Marlon Humphrey, Haha Clinton Dix, Derrick Henry, Eddie Lacy, and Minka Fitzpatrick making one Pro Bowl. And I really think if you look at that list, you've got an all-pro superstar in the making in Minka Fitzpatrick. Obviously, Derrick Henry just had a very dominant stretch in his uh, NFL career for some games there for the Tennessee Titans, and we'll see what happens next with Derrick Henry. Marlon Humphrey has made an all-pro team in his career. Ryan Kelly, I think, is a successful center. You know, some good players here, although it is a, you know, a fairly low, maybe relative to expectations, percentage uh, of high success. Other first-round picks in this time have included Mark Barron, D. Milliner, Dre Kirkpatrick, Kareem Jackson, Jonathan Allen, Quinnen Williams, just last year, Deron Payne, Chance Warmack, Jonah Williams, just last year, didn't play, Rashawn Evans, a couple of years ago to the Tennessee Titans, Rolando McClain, Ruben Foster, Courtney Upshaw was not a first-round pick, Trent Richardson, Josh Jacobs, DJ Fluker, James Carpenter, OJ Howard, and Calvin Ridley. So those are your first round picks. And the first round picks are much more successful than all the other guys that came after them. I mean, there are exceptions, of course. Uh, Landon Collins was a second round pick. Eddie Jackson was a fourth round pick. Derrick Henry was a second round pick. Um, but the most of the success has been in the first round. And they've also ha had a lot of uh, non-successful players in the in the first round, and of course the second round and the third round. Um, so, if we're just looking at that aspect of it, ooh, uh, if we're looking at the health aspect of it, ooh, and if we're looking at the upside aspect of it, then we would say Terrell Lewis would be an excellent value pick here in the third round for the LA Rams. I don't know uh, if you can necessarily disagree if there was the philosophy that this is a good range to take uh, risky players um, to take you know guys that have you know high ceilings but something that could make them virtually uh, unavailable not even virtually unavailable just the straight up unavailable and that's the rip is that a risk that you take in the third round it's a risk that sean McVay and les need took in this third round uh what do i grade the pick i don't grade picks you know that's that's for the future to decide though i would say um if i was just giving uh, them a grade on perhaps taking a 
very risky choice, uh, A being that you did a great job of taking a uh, risky choice, I would have to give this uh, selection a A, I think, uh, in risk. But uh, who knows, perhaps an A in upside. And that has been this grade officially of the selection of Terrell Lewis by the LA Rams, 84th overall in the 2020 NFL Draft.